What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Welcome, bienvenidos a He Said, Ella Dijo. ¿Cómo estás, Eric? Bien, bien. ¿Todo bien? ¿Todo bajo control? ¿Estás contento, durmiendo, saludable? ¿Qué hay de nuevo? ¿Qué hay de nuevo? ¿Qué de nuevo? ¿Qué hay de nuevo? ¿Qué hay de nuevo? ¿Qué hay de nuevo? ¿Qué hay Mira, he's learning. Yeah, I figured it out. So we have a really cool episode today with a friend of mine. I've known Constance Marie for mm -hmm. so long. And then you were saying that you haven't seen her in years, over right? Over a decade. Wow, over a we, decade. We, you weren't even pregnant. Wow. So Luna yeah. is now like a teenager. Yeah. Her daughter, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. So she's here. She is, as you know, in this new show for Amazon Prime, With Love, mm -hmm. that is so good and so needed. And it's about representation and inclusion. And it shows a universal a, story, but a universal yeah, story. Yeah, but it shows a Latinx family in all its glory mm -hmm. doing incredible things and like real, normal, organic people. Yeah. So here we go, Constance. Hi. How are you, Constance? Hi, guys. Yeah. How are you doing? I don't think I've seen you, Constance, since your daughter was like a baby. A baby, baby. This is the last time I saw you. Maybe really? you've seen her. No, I've I seen her. I haven't seen Constance. I haven't seen you in a long time. What? No, I mean, literally, Roz, the last time I remember, like, okay, but I have menopause brain, so it's totally possible uh -huh. that, that you have seen me since then, and we carried on a long discussion that I completely forgot, but I just remember hugging you at an award show. Me. Imagine, yes. imagine no, no, I think the last time I saw you was at Lisa Vidal's house. Oh, that's the last time I saw you. How old is your your daughter now? She's twelve and yeah. an inch taller than I am. Yeah. she's taller than you now. Yes, yeah, she's twelve. She, so we didn't even. She, Sabella's wow. ten. You were not even pregnant when we saw her. So yeah, it's been. I haven't wow, seen you in over a decade. Eric. Wow. Oh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. No, I saw her. I saw her what, maybe yeah, three no, years ago. No, for me, I'm talking about that's yeah. just nuts. We just saw your your uh, your awesome new show the other night. We started watching oh, with it with love, which was oh my gosh. super fun. Do you love it, Constance? Are you super happy and so overwhelmed and excited? You know what? Those are exactly the words that I would use. Oh, and nice. for me, um, I am so lucky, and and that that I get to be in this career that I have had for thirty four years. 
part of projects that reflect the Latinx community in in the way we should be reflected instead of just you know, off to the side or one person or marginalized or just put in these little boxes that, you know, everybody sees us. And, and, and I just so lucky that I have been able to, I got another one, Roz, there's another one that I've done after all this time that really just puts us in the fabric of America. Mm-hmm. You know, like I grew up, you know, my family is in America since 1850, like in the United States. Well, I guess it wasn't the United States then because the treaty was signed in 1856 or something. Mm-hmm. So like original peoples, right? Like I am OG <laughs> Americana. Uh-huh. And, um, but I, growing up, I never saw us reflected that way. And with love does that. Mm-hmm. And we've made it to the upper middle class. I was wearing <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. I love it. Oh, and which is, which is true about that. You know, it, it's a complete universal story about family, love, relationships, friendships, and humanity and real the way the marriages that, work. Yeah. You it's know, just, it's just, a, it has a Latinx cast, but it's a universal show. Right. It's a show. And, that- and you know, you'll speak from experience, Eric, like, I always used to say this about my dating life, but it's like, I'm an equal opportunity employer, meaning I do not discriminate. I, I whatever ethnicity you are or whatever, welcome. Mm-hmm. You are welcome to, <laughs> to my Latinx <laughs> community. Welcome. Yes, totally. that's great. Yeah, Absolutely. so I mean, in this show, you get to see Latinos in therapy. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> that's a good point. Latinos so. drink drinking green drink we're drinking green drink people it's just we're just normal people exactly I mean, of course yeah it's 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 so refreshing and it uh, makes my heart so happy i enjoyed it we enjoyed it yeah. so much and you as as usual so phenomenal and so just beautiful and organic and doing your thing i'm i'm, I'm so proud of you because uh, you know you've been going at it for so long um yeah. and, and always working yeah. you're always working and for a long time, yeah, always working blessed, on great constant, projects. You're always working, but I mean, right? as you know, we've talked about on the show many times, the ups and downs of this business are are uh, <laughs> the peaks and valleys, or <laughs> something that tests you and cre- and create strength like you never thought you had. Um, well, thank you for thinking I'm always working because that is a lie. I just well, give the illusion. You give the illusion. I'm always In the working. scope of working actresses, you do. You're always, you do. You're always, you always you keep get, popping up. Yeah, you get you know on I mean? something. <laughs> something's yours. I'm like the rubber duck. You push me down and boop, I come back up. <laughs> you come That's back exactly. up. I do listen. I do the same. Wait, I do wait, the same. Wait, I'm wait, like, wait. you know what? I'm still here. Me, me as yeah, well. But, but, you like have your own fantasy island. I mean, oh my God, <laughs> Roz. So proud of you. Thank you. Mommy. So proud. I mean, I, I was just beside, my, and you do it with such an elegance Aww. that I it makes me so happy. Thank you. So happy. You know, I mean, honestly, it's like I think the nothing against you, Eric, because I know you're fabulous. Seriously, <laughs> because this would not have lasted as long as it has without you being fabulous. Uh, of course. <laughs> um, but but an elegance. You always bring an elegance to whatever project that you mm. you do, Roz, and. And beauty and glamour and all that, because that's just who you are. But there's an elegance and an integrity to it that I think is so important. And so bravo to you. Thank you. Gracias. It means a lot to me. Thank you. I try. Yeah, you know, and I the try. two of you in the romance and the Hallmark or the Lifetime and the, the, the I saw that too. The Taste of that Summer. Was, yeah, that was Hallmark. Yeah, we've, had, we've had a few journeys. She came onto my show in season two. You came onto my show. I yeah. came on to Fantasy Island this season. 
We've been able to find ways to cross over, but yeah, we're going out to Mexico uh, summer to do yeah. something else for Netflix. Trying together. to get her to recur on my show—that's my goal. <laughs> she could always be around, and then they, they never call me. I only the, I did, but they never call me <laughs> again. I was work. like, oh, Chef did. You're Anyways, unavailable. I'm unavailable. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Did you know you always There's wanted to be conflict. an actress, yes. Constance? Oh no, God, no! I failed drama in high school. Oh, really? Um, she was a dancer. Yeah. She started as a dancer, like me. Yeah, I was. Yes, I was super shy, and which is so funny. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't speak in front of people. Oh, wow. So that's why I failed uh, drama in high school. Plus I couldn't remember the lines. And <laughs> I just was filled with so much anxiety. Um, so I, but I, I guess I was kind of a performer. Dancing uh-huh. was my way in. And I, you know, I didn't have to talk to people and I was usually part of like a big, you know, ensemble of dancers. And then sometimes I get singled out. And if I just kept my head down and focused on myself, mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. And then, you know, over years of doing that and music videos and commercials um, and the David Bowie tour that yes. I did, um, I thought, oh, okay, I'm a little more comfortable. Maybe I can speak in front of people. Maybe. So it kind of was a stepping stone to get me to be able to, um, you know, speak. What was your first um, acting gig? Uh, well, my, my first commercial was my, my first commercial, which kind of, I think it got me in the union was a Spanish, um, milk commercial. Okay. And I didn't speak a word of Spanish. I mean, I had some from my childhood, but I mean, I had no idea, but you had to lip sync. I play a rock star and I had to lip sync, um, this Spanish jingle, uh, about milk. <laughs> and I got there and I was like, oh, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to do it. But on some level, I'm like a parrot is that if you, I just listen to it long enough. Mm-hmm. So I let all the other actors, everybody go ahead of me. And I was there for, I don't know, an hour and a half, just listening to it over and over and over again. And they must have thought I was crazy. But by the end, I knew it and I could lip sync it. And um, you nailed it. it I, I, I nailed it. So that was like my Do you first- still know that jingle? how crazy the shit that sticks in our brains as actors yes, yes, like so yes. you could have monologues you're like Bleh, i'll never think about it again but that jingle broke yeah. you in it's <laughs> it it forever i can't remember some of the stuff i said on with love yeah. and i just shot that in the summertime but you know leche manana yeah but, oh but my for God. my real first acting gig i played a dancer for dirty dancing in 1988 oh, really? yes. yes oh they wow did it. it was during a writer strike and it didn't last very long but it was my first like legit legit so you were in gig. dirty dancing Yes, the reboot with Melora Hardin. Oh, oh the reboot the okay. with Melora. Yes, I just mm-hmm. did Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And um, who was it? Patrick Cassidy, Paul Feig. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Yeah, and uh, it didn't last very long, but I played a dancer, and I literally would like cry every day because they'd be like, "Okay, get on your marks," and I had no idea what a mark was. <sighs> I mean, it was just it was a nightmare, and it was one of those times when they thought, "Oh, Latinos are kind of cool. Why don't we?" Why don't we cast recast the Cynthia Rhodes role? Let's mm-hmm. make her la- let's give her a little flavor. Of course. I was like, okay, here I am. <laughs> the flavor, I'm ready to work. Exactly. You know that yeah. we did. Um, you remember? I was. I think I was with you. Yeah, for sure. When we danced at the Alma Awards. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, the opening dress. When I tripped my freaking dress. When? You don't she remember did. the opening? Yeah, we're doing the whole thing, and and my my heel got stuck to the back of my dress, and I almost fell, and then but it took me 
half a second to react and just kept going. But I was so mad, Constance. I left that stage. That's all I heard about for like the whole I week. was fuming <laughs> because I'm going, how is it possible that I remember that I, I rehearsed the day before because I was working and I showed up like yeah. the day before to learn the whole thing. But I was like, I can oh do this. God. I can do this. And I, oh my God, I was so mad. But anyways, I, I look back at that performance all the time and we look, we look good. First of all, I, I'm sitting here with my mouth agape because there is no way that I ever saw you trip on your dress. Really? You, and you, you and who was the other? Was it it's Carmen Electra? It was Carmen Electra. You, Eva. me, Eva, and that's it. Yeah, but you and Paulina, two me, you two made me mad. Why? Because here are Eva and I at Slam and Slave and at rehearsals like many, many times. And here comes Roz. Oh, 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 Mira, I'll come. Okay, what is it? What is it? Okay, I got it. Here we go. And just so like, this is all I saw. And never once did I see a trip in the same for Carmen and, and Eva and I are like, James, oh my gosh, they're just so good. It makes me sick. So oh I never God. even saw you trip. I you were did. just elegance and grace in that white dress. Oh my God. Oh. That was fun. Funny. That was fun. Oh. And, then, and I, you know what I was thinking, Constance? So you did salsa as a dancer. You know what? So somebody, that was Robbie Rosa, right? Robbie Rosa with um, his, his and Angela, which I don't think they're together anymore, right? They divorced. I don't know. I think they did. Anyways. It's hard to keep track. It's so sad. <laughs> I know. You know, he's back in Puerto Rico and he beat cancer and now he has his own line of coffee and he lives at oh, this I didn't. stunning hacienda. Robbie Rosa, people, so those who don't know, Robbie Rosa was an, a menudo. He's an ex-menudo. He's the mind behind Marie and a lot of Ricky Martin's hits. He's an incredible singer-songwriter. Anyways, he did this movie called mm. Salsa. Somebody should do a remake I don't know if salsa was effective and if it did well when it came out a zillion years ago. I, th I think it did. It did I, fine. Kenny Ortega. Um, did he? I don't know if it was Kenny. He, Kenny he did dirty dancing. That. Maybe, maybe somebody should bring salsa back because now that Latinos are what well, kind of in? You <gasps> no, know, no. Kenny Ortega did do it because that's the only reason I got the opportunity to audition for Dirty Dancing because Kenny was going to choreograph Dirty Dancing, the TV so series. So that was Kenny well. that did salsa? That was Kenny who did salsa because I was deep, deep, deep background like, dancing salsa. Yeah, oh, he, maybe directed he choreographed. he choreographed it. I don't remember who directed salsa. No, remember? I, I, I didn't know this. I'm going to look clear. into that because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of dancing <laughs> movies, but it's a love story at the core of it all. You know, everybody lo lo loves a love story and, and with the right music and the right cast, I think Salsa might yeah. do a little something. I'm going to check into that. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, and then the George Lopez show, how many seasons of that? Six. Six seasons. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to do it again? Is it going to be a reboot? Are they rebooting? Like, is there talks about rebooting that? We've been trying to reboot it forever. And there was a Netflix and a Warner Brothers and blah, 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 blah. Um, I, we got so close because all the actors are willing to do it. Really? Um, okay. And the producers are willing to do it. The only thing is it's the timing of it. And I think it's going to be on pause now because George and his real daughter have um, uh, a pilot oh, called right. Lopez versus Lopez. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so that's that's gonna he's they're gonna do that right now. I mean, and I hope that does really well. Look, any representation is good representation. Yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome because they've rebooted every single show in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no Latinos in any of those reboots. So I think it's like a no-brainer. And we did really well. Yeah, I mean, sure. sadly, sadly, the world kind of discovered how amazing we were after we got canceled <laughs> but funny but in syndication we grew up like we blew up like the kids and all their families discovered us i don't know why they that many people didn't see us when we our first go round mm-hmm. when we were on prime time but who in syndication people were just loving us wow was that your first big uh tv break like on a, a series regular on a show um no I uh, did, what did I do? Spin City was my first sitcom. As a series regular on Spin City? Uh, as a guest star. Oh, but the, but George Lopez, the Lopez show, George Lopez show was your first. Well, I hadn't, I had my own show for a little while. It wasn't, I guess it wasn't my show. It was originally developed for this uh, comedian, Mel Gorm, Cubana from Florida. And um, they recast her with me. Mm-hmm. And 
then it wasn't, you know, my show, it was all of us. And I used to call it Revenge of the Tokens because we had one African-American, one white, older, waspy lady. We had one younger gay guy. We had one Latina and we had one like hunky Italian. It was like the one person, you know, you would always see there's always one of them on like a, uh-huh. on a show, but we all were the show. And um, it, it only lasted 13 episodes, but it was on... Uh, Beef, uh, what is it after Friends and before Seinfeld? Wow. in the must see major season. time slot, huge. That was huge. Well, it's the cursed time slot because you were, if you did really well, they didn't give you credit for it because you were only doing well because, because of your leading. Because of your leading. Yeah. Yes. And then if you weren't doing well, then it, you couldn't sustain your leading. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, people back then maybe they stayed and watched like the whole night, you know, they didn't want to push the button, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was brutal. It was like you were damned if you did well and damned if it wasn't, wow. you know, friends numbers or Seinfeld numbers. Mm-hmm. So it only lasted 13 episodes. But that's when I realized, oh, I think I could do a sitcom. Yeah. I'm funny. I yeah, am very funny. I can. I, can. <laughs> I mean, even though I had to uh, screen test twice and audition um, five times for the George Lewis really no they didn't they didn't want to give it to me really wow you see how that works out and six years later they're like best casting decision we ever made yeah yeah perfect one yeah well that's the same thing with Seinfeld you know they did the first show and there's that that notorious memo that says oh you know recast the whole show rework the whole show keep Jerry and get rid of everybody else. And then, you know, it becomes like this thing. It just takes people a while. It takes people a while. Exactly. And and sorry if I'm that, I don't know why I don't don't know this. Selena Mm. was before or after George Lopez? Before. It was before George Lopez. Mm -hmm. You know, she played, um, what was the name? Quintanilla. What was the name of the mother? Marcela. Marcela Quintanilla with Selena, the singer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The mother in real life. She played... Selena's yeah. uh, mom. You come, you come off of that, you come off of your own sitcom and then you have to struggle with, like you said, getting a job on another sitcom mm. and you still have right. to prove yourself an audition and go through all these things. Uh, well, that's, that's movie. why I think the dancing, the comedy, the drama, it's just, you know, if, if my rent is due, I will do what I need to do. <laughs> just, just, just give me the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Right? For sure. I know. The fight's part of the game. Right. Like it's like, if I could be so, um, presumptuous as to just pick one genre that I like to work in. That would be awesome, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it all. Exactly. First of all, can I just say how proud I am of you two in this podcast? Aww. Oh, thank you. And, and and that you guys are still together. I know, it's a shock. <laughs> 16 years surprises later. <laughs> no, what do you mean it surprises joking. me every day? Wait, Six. is that only since marriage? Married for 13. 13. And 16 together. Yeah. So 13 married. Oh, man. Let me ask you, with love, mm. God willing, you guys get to move on and do another season. Is it going to be a five-episode season again, or you think you're going to expand to maybe seven, 10, 13? Well, I think, so the reason that, ha- like, this is the fastest uh, to air a series, I think, for Amazon. It was pitched in January, okay. shot in the summer, and then aired in December. Oh, wow. And so... If you see it, that's why there's only five. There was originally, I believe, several more. And okay. that's why one of the relationships, they have to do a montage to kind of catch up. 
Okay. Um, because they had to, you know, cut, I mean, cause the evolution you, you see every family, every, I mean, every holiday. our family, ev- uh-huh. every holiday and the evolution of each relationship. Mm-hmm. And so one relationship, which was the main one, there was no episodes. So yeah. they had to like make a montage. And, um, I think ideally they would structure it better because you get more and you can you slowly have the characters evolve. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be ideal. Okay. That would be awesome. And I want you guys to get another season and a third and a fourth and a fifth because I think it's important. Yes. I think yes. Gloria works really hard and she is, she's oh. championing this Latinx movement so well mm. that... She's, she's a, she's, I'm glad she's on our side mm. because she is like a mama bear and, yeah. but, but she brings it funny drama. I mean, the thing that made me so happy about this show is that the seamlessness from which she can go from comedy to drama mm-hmm. to comedy and, and vice versa. And you, you don't feel like it's clunky at all, yeah. you know, and the actors that ended up being cast, like we can all go between mm-hmm. genres and, um, and she writes, she writes us in a way that we feel seen. And with a level of respect, Mm -hmm. just not even Latinx people only, but like her characters feel seen, they feel real, they feel um, respected, even though they're flawed and have their own, you know, Mm -hmm. my character, oh, she kind of makes a little bit of a mistake, but um, you really know she's coming from a place of integrity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's important. It's a fun, it's a fun job. I am so happy for you. It's fun. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was 
before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. And you look incredible. So thank, thank you. you. Incredible, truly. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for keep going at it. I want you to continue yes. doing it. And, yes. go, and go behind the cameras at some point. Yeah, is, that, is that your cards? Do it is all. that your cards? Um, I've started to, because, you know, I am a little bit type A controlling and bossy. A little, <laughs> right? Um, that, you know, this is not going to hold on forever. And I don't want to not look like me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I want to stay youthful, but I don't want to like chop myself up to where, you know, I look like somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that directing might be something that uh, I'm starting to shadow. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, I know a certain amount, I don't realize how much I know because I've done it for 30, whatever years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know which genre I'm interested in. So I'm going to approach that um, and, you know, get myself an education and see what that looks like. Yeah. Because I've seen you know, over these years, directors that have no idea what they're doing and they're not great. And I'm like, well, if they can do it, maybe I can do it. <laughs> you, see, you see when those directors come on your show and you're like, oh, okay, so the DP is really directing the show or the right. producer is really directing. Right. Like, they're being like uh, paint by numbers, like, oh, here's what we're going to set up. Okay. Right. Right. And I, I feel like I remember being on a show where a director, you know, we did um, a run through or like a yeah, our first, our first pass with just the actors, you know, and then the director just stood there and all the, the, um, departments were like waiting for, you know, what he was going to say, like, what, what should we do? And, and our first date was G AD was genius. He's like, so should we <laughs> set up from this point of view and should we just do and then he's like yeah <laughs> it was, oh, wow. and then props is like so you're gonna need little they just led this guy so how do everything. they get there how do they get to the point of being hired that's what i don't understand relationships yeah people, I think, people give I them think shots people give them shots yeah nepotism and it's who you know and it's you know people who were there before mm. and know people who were there before it's yeah. like a hierarchy that's yep. crazy um so yeah, so I know some of those people. So I'm gonna sneak in there and I'm gonna be like, okay, that's exactly that's the same thing. We know those people. Listen, hey, I want to direct. <laughs> right, right. Well, the but you're gonna come is... in, prepare, girl. You're Latina. You're gonna be like, listen. Oh. Even if I don't know it, I'm gonna fake it. You stand over there. You do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's one of my favorite directors. So I have two favorite female. Oh, it's hard, but I remember I was really impressed with my very first one, uh, Zetna Fuentes. Uh -huh. She is amazing she's from mm -hmm. new york and she did a lot of broad not broadway on broadway but directing broadway mm -hmm. and we had this uh stunt where there was like a, 
a, a cockroach that had to move from this point to this point and get squished and what it looked like. And it was like, you know, it was like a special thing on this, on the switched at birth. And I remember I asked a question or somebody asked her a question and she goes, Oh, let me check my roach notes. And she literally had notes on the roach, how it was to be seen, what it was supposed to be made of the squish, what the sound was supposed Mm -hmm. to be like. I was like, I want to be her. I love her technique. So um, yeah, yeah, you have to represent. And not only that, this is such a weird thing to say, but how do I say this without sounding obnoxious? If you look a certain way, they judge you harder. Mm, like you're not smart. Of course, smart. of course. And um, I'm sure, Roz, you get the same thing. Every like, single, every single day. Even, even, yeah. even with with people within the business that are in powerful positions that are mm. friends, they're colleagues, and they love me, and they're like, Roz, Roz, Roz. But I know, I know mm. deep, deep, deep inside <laughs> because of the way I look or the way I sound, mm. they don't relate. Yeah, that way to me. Yeah. So it gives mm-hmm. them a little bit of a hard time. I can do exquisite work, and I still feel underrated because of the way I look. You know what I mean? Because yeah. people have this perception, and it's really trippy for me. Like I, 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 at this point, listen. I used to be in my head about it. Now I laugh mm-hmm. and I just go, you know what? It's a shame, but it is what it is. I am, I am who I am, and I'm cool right. and I'm comfortable in my own skin. So right. deal with it. And, you know. And and I think sadly we have to understand, and as we always have, you have to be better. You have to just. It's like if it's not an even playing field. It's not. Or you know what I do? Because I keep, I keep it moving. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna right. keep it moving. Right, I'll right. be fine. You know? Right. That, that's how <laughs> I almost, I almost quit once, wow. twice. Um, <laughs> you know, Five. well, you know, Eric, it, it looks like I'm always working, but there were several yeah. times I'm, like, I'm going, I'm going back to school. And Tony yeah. Plana, who played my husband recently on a show I shot during COVID, right? called connected mm. um back then there was a show called resurrection boulevard and i was in this yes. weird spot i was not young enough to play his daughter but i wasn't old enough to play his wife and they were like we'll just go in for the daughter so i went in for the daughter and i everybody looked like a fetus right they look like babies mm-hmm. in there and here i am and i'm like i shouldn't even be here anyway i read i didn't get it it's fine and i was leaving and you know sometimes when you kind of knew you were set up to fail that there's oh. this, this shrinking feeling mm-hmm. as you're walking out. And I saw Tony Plana. I was like, you know what? I just, he goes, did you read to play my wife? And I was like, um, <laughs> no, I read to play your daughter. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, um, and I said, you know, I'm in this weird space. I'm going to go back to school. I just, I just can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And he was really sweet. And he looked at me sincerely and I didn't know him very well, but he looked at me in my eyes and he said, you can't quit, Constance. If you stop, that means somebody else is going to have to start all the way from the beginning to build the momentum that you have now. We need you oh, wow. to mm. not quit. Oh, wow. And I was like, damn it, he's right. Yeah. But nobody had ever put it that plainly to oh, me boy. before. You... But it wasn't even me doing it for me. It was me doing it for yeah. us. Do you understand that that was God? at that specific moment sending mm. you exactly what you needed let me just put this in your boop, to say something yeah, that yeah. that with substance and that important for you to go okay change of mindset yeah. you know that's great that's great yeah it isn't just me it's you know and that's one of the things i love about gloria she's like you know if she opens the door she's bringing everybody with her mm. everybody because you know we've seen each other many many years and 
you know, in circles. And then she would say, oh, we'll work together. We'll work together. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. And then, bam, here I am. And uh, bueno. now I know what everybody's talking about. Like, bueno. she's like a, 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 I lovingly call her like a 900 pound gorilla that you have on your side. Mm. But she's also so humble in the sense that she just wants to be part of the process and hilarious. She's so funny. When we did our scenes together, it was not hard to feel that, you know, sisterly banter yeah. and talented. I remember Gloria was a writer for, for Devious Mates, the second season. And oh, she was? Yeah, she was a writer with Tania Saracho. And I remember that um, I got invited. Mark Cherry, he does some, it's some kind of like charity. I don't even know exactly what it was, but it was like one of those like small little theater here in Hollywood. Um, and all these actors get together and they do little scenes, right? Mm -hmm. And they write them and then Mark himself went up and he did a scene and he acted and then wow. Gloria wrote another um another scene uh, I think with Liz Craft as well and she acted and I knew her as a writer I didn't know she was an actress but it was so cool to see one of our writers you know write a piece and 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 be actually part of it and she killed that thing she was so funny I was like fuck she's a great actress <laughs> you know what I mean? yes. I like, and then I I learned that oh you know she's an actress that's what she went to you know that's what she studied so she yes. she's doing it all and 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 do it and doing it successfully so good for her man it's we need we need her I, I know I, I'm I'm just I'm proud to be at the table that's awesome and and part of the process because it's a it's a beautiful thing and it makes me so happy and it makes me happy to be happy about what I'm doing yeah like I feel like it makes a difference mm -hmm. um and it 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 like sadly some of the there's still so much um i don't know it's so crazy there's still so much kind of ignorance as to like what a latin family is mm. or what gay people are or trans people mm -hmm. and 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 this show represents everybody without all the trauma and bondage of you know you know somebody needed to be rescued or somebody's a convict or whatever we don't have any of that stereotypical stuff mm -hmm. and you know <laughs> i just read so all every you know how as actors you see all the positive 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 and then there's the one person who says something negative and we focus on that yes um i saw somebody wrote uh that the poster was offensive because there was a gay couple on it no hmm. no they didn't that was the no. review no that was the review wow. and i was like wow we really need this show stupid people. Th this show is for that person I and know. for that person's family and for everybody oh, and, but you know that's the one thing i i it just shocks me in, in this day and age mm. that there's still people like that that think that and then of course there's a hundred positive things they love everybody all the storylines my character arc the the writing the lighting yeah. everything what you're thinking about and i'm like that one that guy. one i know that one guy that one guy that's sad i know i know get a life you mother <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Anyways, thank you, Constance. Thank yeah, you for thank talking you for to us. us. Yeah, this was this was just beautiful. And again, so proud of you. And everybody of Amazon Prime with love. You better, better watch it. Check it's been it it's been out now for a little bit. It's doing fantastic. Friday. We launched on Friday. Yes. yes. We we were number four on all of Amazon in the US on Friday. And then yesterday we were number two. Wow, nice. I yes. know. That's yes. amazing. Yes. And we got a hundred yes. per a hundred. Rotten to tomatoes, tomatoes or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Girl, girl, you're so, getting another season. 
There's going to be more. There's going to be more. I love and it. And it shoots in LA so I can stay with my daughter. Absolutely. It shoots in LA as well. Oh my God. Yes. Tell Gloria to freaking call me. I want to be a sister. <laughs> I'm, I'm your freaking sister or something. Oh my God. I'll be amazing. We got a big family. There'll be a space. Please, that's please. Fantastic. I need to shoot in LA. Anyways, I, know. I love you, mommy. All right. Thank you, Constance. So, bye-bye. We need to see each other in person. Please. We can't just be podcast. Okay? I know. Please, please, please. So we can hug each other. Much love. Yes. Bendiciones, I'm mami. vaccinated y todo. It'll be great. <laughs> we are. <laughs> All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Constance Marie. We have to see her so in good person. So to see her. Yeah. I know. No, at least you saw her. I mean, it's been oh. ages. How awesome um, is Constance? Just she's so, jamming. I love that. Cool. I love, you know, I love hearing how people start in this business, how they persevere in this business. She almost quit. 30 something years. You, you know, know, got a message from... God through a friend Tony Plana. You know, to, to yeah. keep it going. So Tony Plana, she can thank him for with love for everything else because he kept her in the business. He kept her in the <laughs> business. I know, and she is, she's she's doing really well. Yeah. She's looking fabulous and she's just awesome. So Great thank episode. you guys. It was a good episode. We will be seeing you next week. Okay. I love, love you. you. Subscribe to He Said Aya Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.